Um, Andrew Wiggins, um, how would you assess his progression uh, over the last month or five, six weeks? I think he's done really well. He's he's uh, he's starting to feel well. Not start, every day is he's a little bit more comfortable. And and, and Andrew, if you know him, he's a he's a very conscientious kid and, and a pleaser, and, and so he wants to please and not screw up. And so it's hard to play that way if you don't really understand yet. And, but he's 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 figuring it out fast. He's been he's been really good, and uh, uh, I'm excited because I just I you know every day he just sees you shows you a little bit more to where he could potentially can get to, and it's pretty exciting to watch. How far advanced is he? Um, you always it's strictly you always read about how high his ceiling could be. How how far advanced it could he be within? I guess through the exhibition into the season, how much better of a player, and where maybe. You could let us know where he is and where he could be uh, this year. Well, he, he's obviously a much better player than he was in, in June and July. Uh, he understands more about what we're trying to do. You know, he's always been a guy that could turn it on and turn, you know, turn it on whenever he wanted to, basically. And he's learned how to be more consistent with that. And and uh, but his ceiling is. You're right. His ceiling is ridiculously high. Uh, uh, and can he get against it this year? I doubt it. I, he's one of those guys at age 22. He'll be so much better than he is now, or even than he is uh, than he will be at age 20, just because you know he's you know through strength, through a lot of different things. But but the most you know impressive thing about him, obviously from a basketball standpoint, is he can do some things athletically that nobody else can. You know, his first step and his second jump are as quick as you know I've ever I've ever been around, and and. Uh, I think uh, when, when he learns how to play to his athletic ability consistently, which he's he's really getting better at, I think you'll start seeing you know where he can go, even as quickly as this year, because the ceiling is even very high for just this year. So much young talent on this roster. Do you anticipate uh, maybe redshirting anybody this season? We could. You know, we we can play our freshmen though, and in the exhibition games and decide after the exhibition games if we'll redshirt. Uh, just FYI, Wiggins will not redshirt. So, 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 uh, uh, but uh, in case you were worried about that, but, uh, but you know, we do have some good freshmen, and, and they they need to figure it out, all of them. And so, hopefully, we can give everybody a little bit of a chance to play in the exhibitions. But, uh, but also the guys that we feel like will be playing the majority of the minutes are so young; they need to play too. So, it's not going to be equal opportunity by any stretch. But, but, uh, you know, I thought I thought initially we'd redshirt. At least one, and I'm not even I'm not even sure about that right now. I, I really don't have a feel. Hopefully, the exhibition games will give us a better feel on that. How much does Black help Joe get better in practice? Well, Tarek is the most mature kid on our team by far, and if you visit with him, you know that. And and uh, uh, he's helped all our guys, but primarily the bigs. And the big that's probably benefited the most is Joel. And and uh, you know he he wants Joel to be good. And 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 Joel is going to be good, and, and when Joel gets really good, they're going to split some time. You know, there's no question about that. Uh, but he knows that's best for our team. And and uh, you know, I, I've said this before, but but every time Joel hits him, he lets him know, hey, that's what you need to be doing. Good job. And, and uh, I don't know if Joel says that to Tarek when Tarek hits him, but but certainly Tarek likes that. You know, uh, to see a guy compete against him like that. With this young of a team, did you like uh, getting to start practice earlier? Yeah, yeah. The starting practice was earlier was good, and and uh, uh, but I, I I don't know if we're any further along 
from getting stuff in is what we would be uh, this time if we'd started practice October 15th, to be honest. I mean, we've, we've taken more time to do meat and potatoes stuff, uh, nuts and bolts of what who we are and what we like to do. But uh, there's still, we, we went through our list of everything we got to get in before we play our first game. And I don't see how we can get it all in. Uh, uh, but it's that way every year. You know, every year all coaches worry about, you know, the unknown until you start playing people and know what to expect from people. You don't really practice again. You know, you know specifically what to practice against. But right now you try to practice everything. And and, and we certainly haven't got everything in. Are these two exhibition games maybe a little more important than years past? And do you go into them with any sort of different uh, mindset with your, with your young guys, what you want to get out of it? Uh, it may be a little bit more important. I, I hadn't thought of it, uh, uh, Rustin, like that, but uh, I will, But it is different in that I'm not trying to make sure so certain guys get so many minutes. I, I want to see how guys react in different situations, and and Selden and, and Joel and Tarik and and, and uh, you know obviously Andrew and Andrew White and and uh, Jamari. You know even though Perry and the Deer, th those guys need to get some ample minutes to kind of. Because they haven't played that much, and, and then you, then you, if you do that, you still got to get, you know, obviously Landon hadn't played at all. You got, uh, uh, you know, that still leaves out Connor and and uh, Brandon that need to get minutes. So you know, it, it's probably not going to be a, everybody's going to play 17 minutes type deal. But but uh, I'll be I'll be excited to see how different guys react in different situations. Are you a different guy in practice? Do you have to coach differently when you have so many youngsters? Uh. I don't, I, you know what, I, I probably, I pre probably should, but I probably don't. Um, I don't think that I've been totally impatient, but I could probably be a lot more patient than, than, than what I've, uh, than what I've been. And, and uh, certainly I don't think that you should back off of them at all. I think if you back off of young kids, they'll think that's how it is. I'd rather go too hard and then back off rather than go not hard enough and then try to toughen up. So, uh, I think that I've been on the guys pretty good, not not in a verbal assault. I'm not saying that, but in in a demanding way, and and hopefully, you know, they'll figure out that there's only one way we do things, only one way we play, and only one pace we play at, and 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 one toughness level we play at, and and uh, from the looks of things so far, we're not even close to understanding that. So I don't I don't see us backing off of those guys at all, regardless of age. Can you talk about how Andrew White has progressed? Oh yeah, he's he's emerged as one of our best performers without question in practice. He's, you know, he's always shot it good, but he's more confident shooting it now, and he's he's one of our better rebounders, and he's one of our better runners in transition, and and he just tries so darn hard uh, all the time. So, uh, yeah, he he, he and Andrew White has put him in position to certainly be part of our rotation. From what you've seen so far, Bill, can can you make any comparisons with your young 0-5-0-16? Nah. You know what? I, I I think we're better, but that team couldn't get the ball across half court. You know, in Maui, so don't think that that team was really good because we weren't. So, but when you stop and think about it, it's a little. You know, Julian couldn't play until after Christmas to really help us. Mario wasn't playing until after Christmas to really help us. Mario, uh, 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 Micah hardly ever played, and then Brandon Rush was the one guy that played. So, you know, you, you stop and think about it. Uh, we're asking these freshmen to do it from day one. So I, th I think we may be a little bit further along than that group. But at the end of the – by, by January, that group was terrific. So I hope that this group can get to the point that group did by January because they were really good by then. Does Wiggins have that uh, 
killer instinct and how important you said the, the team as a whole isn't even close to where you need to play um, Kansas basketball. Is it a fine line between aggression and staying within the team concept? I, th I, th I think it is until you get comfortable. Like, like all, everybody runs an offense. But your offense, when you run it, is still beat your man every chance he can. I mean, you still play take them within what you run. And, and, and the whole deal is a lot of people run offense just to run offense as opposed to running offense to score. So every time you catch it, you have an opportunity to score. And even if it's just put it down one bounce to force help, which the next pass is open, which allows something on the weak side. And, and those are the things that young kids, it takes a while to figure out. So, so usually when you tell young kids to be aggressive, they're thinking, well, he wants me to go score. Whereas, well, yeah, I do, but you, know, you don't have to s score with three guys hanging on you. And, and uh, that's the kind of stuff that we need to get good at is understanding how you're, how you're aggressive just to get the ball to the second and third side. So then something can happen as opposed to just, he said be aggressive, so I'm supposed to shoot it. And, and I think all young kids go through that. Coach, uh, a lot of people uh, came out for uh, late night, and uh, you had a big showing for the Saturday morning practice. How excited are you? Not only get the season underway, but also play in front of the home crowd. Is there? Exactly oh, we're always excited to play in front of the home crowd, and it'll probably be a, you know, this the, the crowd that'll come to the game for the most part will be a different crowd than what we've seen so far. You know, that that's been out to watch us. So, uh, yeah, we're always excited, and I think there's certainly anticipation. Hopefully, we'll have a good crowd tomorrow night. And you know, we tell our players all along that you know they go through some stuff. You know, we put them through some stuff, and they can't see how much fun it is until they actually get a chance to experience a live setting, and and they'll know now why they came to school here. Uh, uh, after you know being a part of a, of a of an atmosphere like we'll have even for an exhibition game. In that sense, uh, we've seen somewhat not really a rotation, but guys that maybe have emerged as leaders or whatever. But are you still looking forward to seeing how you know Tarek and Perry and all them play in a team setting like like tomorrow night, for example? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know, practice is different. You know, even when Gurley played at KU. He got a lot of practice time because they had to really had to play ten at a time, so that was the only reason he got a lot of practice time because he had to play ten at a time, and 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 now so practice you know now everybody thinks they're playing, you know uh, the second team or whoever they think they're getting a lot of burn because they're always out there in practice. Now you eliminate fifty percent of that, and now the guys that are getting the majority of the minutes are, are now playing thirty, and so now you got well that if the star, five starters play thirty which they won't at least fifty minutes for the other you know, eight guys on your team that need to get in the game. That's where it's a little bit different. So, so but, yeah, I'm excited to see how, how they do play together and if guys can, ex, you know, handle roles coming off the bench as far as an energy guy, a short burst guy, you know, that change the pace guy, you know, something like that. So, for instance, Frank Mason, you're playing an entire practice, your two-and-a-half-hour practice. You play at a, at a pretty high speed, but, you know, your body does wear down over time. But Frank's going to play, you know, two or three or four minutes at a time. He should change the pace every time he comes in the game. So he should be a little bit different player in games than what we see in practice just because his energy level and his, his stuff should be different. So I'm excited to see how all that plays out. <coughs> I thought that was a pretty good analogy about Gurley, by the way. Probably gave him too much credit. How have the guys done with the new rules when uh, you have refs at the uh, You know, knock on wood, we've actually done pretty good. But I was talking to somebody the other day. That, that played a, a Division II game, which there were 71 fouls called in a game. 71, you know, so that'll be bad, bad, bad ball. You know, but 71, that means if you, each team plays 10, 
you know, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of fouls. That's, you know, three and a half fouls per player, each team playing ten. So uh, I, I don't – I think that uh, it'll be different. But I, I, I hope it's not something that we – hopefully we've, we've emphasized it enough where our guys are a little bit more used to it. But it's certainly it's a, it's a common thing to do. You just put your hands on somebody. And, and uh, you know, we try to correct it every time they do it. But the scrimmages so far with officials hasn't been a big deal because maybe we don't get close enough to guard anybody, but, but uh, we haven't done a lot of fouling in the scrimmages so far. Hey, Coach, with the, uh, the probable starting five, I guess, have those five guys kind of clearly separated themselves and, and made that an easy choice? Uh, well, no, not really. I, I, you know, Andrew could start. Andrew, Andrew White could start. Uh, and Joel has played well enough to start. So, and Jamari, some days, is one of our best bigs. So uh, uh, I would say those eight. Have separated themselves. Not not really the five, but those eight probably have thus far. Bill, can you talk again about the influx of these rules? How it affects defense? How it affects what you want to do? Well, you know, the whole thing is 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 our basketball powers, and 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 obviously coaches too. There's a concern going on because the scoring is going down, and if the scoring goes down, then the the uh, entertainment value and the good play obviously goes down as well. So the NBA came up several years ago to, to basically put a note, protect the ball. I mean, it's, you know, the ball is the hardest thing to guard because kids are so good with the ball. But basically say you, you have to guard a certain way, and if you touch, it's a foul and all that stuff. And the way that we've always played in the past is, you know, if you're going to guard a ball screen, we usually try to go over. Well, the only way you can go over is to jam the dribbler. Well, now if you jam the dribbler, it's a foul. So there's been a lot, you know, so you got to kind of adjust maybe how you think about it. Uh, 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 early in the season, the, the teams that have the most success will be the ones that are the most disciplined. Yeah, uh, and uh, not not the ones that adjust to the officiating. Let's not think like that because it's not the officiating that's calling it different. It's the fishy, the officials are calling it by rule now. It's not an emphasis; it's a rule. So that that obviously will will in in people's mind will up scoring because you're going to have guys that can go with the ball where they need to go, which isn't going to up scoring. What we're going to do, we're going to have more scoring because we're going to shoot more free throws. And, and I don't think that makes for a better game because if you want a better game, then get free flow three or four possessions. Well, there's not going to be three or four possessions of free flow. They're going to blow the whistle every possession. So therefore, it's going to be a fragmented game. And until kids get used to, used to that, I think it could be something that, that uh, will be give the appearance of grinded out type games. and, and uh, uh, but by January, hopefully, hopefully everybody will have adjusted. Uh, players will have adjusted. Coaches will have adjusted. Everybody's saying because of the, the the rule change with with the no contact on the perimeter, which to me it totally blows my mind. But but I mean, you know, you should be able to play how you want to play. And then if if we're going to call have rules and just call it, but everybody is, you know, the officials that have come in and talked to us, hey, they're going to blow it every time. You're going to foul your whole team out. You know, this, this, and that. Uh, and so I think you're going to see a lot of teams play zone or at least have a zone in as part of their secondary package because, uh, uh, you know, just to try to, you know, create a little, a few minutes a game where maybe we can play out of foul trouble. But if you're an offensive player, drive it every time. Just drive it. If the guy puts his hands on you, shoot two free throws or one-on-one. -on -one. But that's what is going to happen. The teams that can guard the ball are going to be the ones that probably separate themselves because it's going to be hard to guard the ball because the rules won't allow it. 
guarding the ball, but what about away from the ball? Do you think they'll still be the same? I think away from the ball is going to – yeah, I think, it, I think it's still going to be the same. You know, I, I, don't, I've, I don't understand how you can have no contact. I, I don't understand that. Uh, uh, and scoring will go up, and everybody thinks this is we've accomplished what we want to accomplish. But I'm not sure that's true. I mean, uh, if, if they don't eliminate the rough play on the post – you know, and, and uh, hopefully the block charge rule is a good rule. Now, if you guys understand the rule, the, used to be if the defender, secondary defender is set before the offensive player leaves the floor, you know, obviously it's a charge. Now, as, as soon as the offensive player picks the ball up to shoot it. So if you're, I mean, you could be picking it up here before you even plant. So obviously it, it'll be, there'll be far less charges taken in college basketball and there's going to be more attempts to block shots, which that is a way to make the game better. Uh, uh, so I, I'm happy about that, but you know I still think if you want to get more scoring, shorten the clock, do some things differently. Uh, but but uh, we're going to definitely have more scoring because there's going to be more free throws. More technicals? Uh, you know I don't I wouldn't think so. At least not from this perspective. Uh, uh, I don't I don't think I'll ever go crazy. But it will be interesting though. You call it one way the first 30 minutes in a game point. You know. What are you going to do when, when two top five teams are, or two top ten teams are playing each other in the last minute? You know, that, that'll be a little different. That, that'll be different. You said you, compared to the NBA, does that change offensively with you? More isolation? Guys trying well, that's to what I'm saying. Well, yeah, you're trying, to, you're trying to create more angles to drive and things like that. So, absolutely. That, that, that could definitely impact your offensive strategy for sure. After losing your best shot blocker, maybe the best shot blocker in the whole country last year, where is this team defensively right now, and how good do you think they can be by season's end? Oh, I think we could be terrific defensively. No, we're not now. We don't guard anybody now like we should. But, but uh, uh, you know, we don't protect the rim as well, and we don't rebound the ball as well as we do as some teams. And we don't. But, you know, I was so excited for this team because we actually have wings that can run through passes, which lead to offense, which lead to highlight plays. I'm so excited for that. But in order to do that, you've got to be able to put heat on the ball. Well, now it's hard to put heat on the ball because you can't pressure because of touch. So, so you know, it's I don't know if 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 we'll be impacted as positively from our ability to run through passes as what we would have been last year with the rules being a little bit different. I know you've dealt with this a lot, Coach, um, but I'm going to ask again uh, with with Wiggins and the SI cover and GQ and different magazines. Have you tried your best to temper that those? The hype maybe is better than expectation, but the hype, and if so, why? Uh, you know what? I pro probably haven't done a great job because if I wanted to temper it, he couldn't be in GQ and he couldn't be on SI and he, he couldn't be on the cover of ESP in the magazine. He couldn't, be, you know, uh, do certain things. So, you know, football coaches, they don't sometimes don't even let freshmen talk until their season's over. I've never been a guy like that. He needs to learn because he's going to be experiencing this, you know, whenever he moves on to another level. So, uh, I, I don't know if we've done a good job, but I do think from this point forward, I don't think he needs to do any more media. You guys will be upset with me. I don't, I don't see why he needs to. Uh, uh, you know, he, he can't go anywhere without getting bombarded. It's, going to wear, it's wearing him down. It could wear him down. Uh, so, so I think that we should, from this point forward, remove as much of that as possible. Sure, if he plays good in a the game, then, then, or when he plays good in a game, sure, he can do some post-game stuff. But I don't understand why we, he, we, everybody wants to get a piece of him. We've already done that. And, and uh, 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 so I don't see anything. So protecting him from wearing him out is probably what we're trying to do. But 
you know, all the, all the great players deal with crap and all the great players deal with expectations and deal with time demands and all that stuff. He's dealing at, a, at an earlier age, obviously, than most. But it's also preparation, too. And, and uh, uh, you know, he'll, he can't live up to the hype. You know, it's impossible. You know, comparing him to Chamberlain, and Chamberlain's the most dominant player that's ever played the game. And the kid's 18 years old and he's never made a college basket, but we're going to compare him to Chamberlain. So that, that, that's impossible. But could he be a great one? Absolutely. You know, should we expect him to be a great one? Yes, we should. But, but we also need to understand that it took Derrick Rose a little time to get into a flow. It's, it's taken some kids some times to get in flow. Uh, I'm hoping it doesn't with him. But, but if it does, it's certainly not in any way, shape, or form uh, uh, a downer or an indication of where he's going to be as a player. His you know, kid's operating under some pressure right now, and he's handled it beautifully. But, but uh, I do feel for him, I, 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 and I've never felt for players in regards to things like that. But I do feel for him because he hasn't asked for one bit of it. But still, yet the less he wants it, the more he gets. And you know that's kind of because of the way he's handled everything. He's handled everything like a pro.